0: As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears. Right about now. Live on a little tiny microchip, even size some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tarns. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas! On this week's show, it's more obscure film scores, the latest social networking trend, and the future of the podcast. It's episode 3.40, the end, dot dot dot, question mark. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 guitar. you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here, and welcome to this week's episode of The Targ, and this is it. We are at the end of another series. A couple of years ago, I decided I would take the summer off from doing The Targ, well, at least one month of the summer, and, you know, give myself some time to regroup, refresh, relax, and, you know, kind of make a season finale out of it. So this is it, the end of Series 3. Ah... I have no idea what I'm going to do for a big season finale. Maybe I should have a great big cliffhanger, or just do something exciting and dynamic. Or maybe I should get around to what I promised you last week. I might remember last week I said, Ooh, I was going to have another song in this week's show, but I rambled so much that I ran out of time. So maybe I should share the song I intended to share with you last week. What happened was a whole bunch more of my obscure film scores arrived in the mail. And I think I told you what I had ordered was the complete, uncut, digitally remastered Wrath of Khan and the complete, uncut, digitally remastered Search for Spock. Some of the Star Trek music at its finest. Uh, The Star Trek II score is often considered the big breakout for James Horner. James Horner, of course, went on to win Oscars for his work in Braveheart and Titanic. Uh, He's working with James Cameron. His last big notable score was Avatar. And it all started with The Wrath of Khan. Well, actually, he was doing scores before The Wrath of Khan, except that, you know, it was mostly low-budget uh, science fiction stuff that would probably wind up going straight to DVD these days. And yeah, he was picked to do Star Trek too because he was affordable, and the legend was born. Uh A lot of people give James Horner some flack, though. I'm not well enough in the know to know it, but apparently he has been accused of just flat-out ripping off whole pieces of classical music for his film scores. I'm going to have to go online and find some evidence. But anyway, here's the little bit from Star Trek two I wanted to play on last week's show. This is a little bit called The Genesis Cave. The Genesis Cave, from the score for Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is still here with you. And I've just started playing around a little more online, expanding my online empire a little bit more. Um, according to uh the media hype, and the media hype being this one news story I saw on CTV News a couple of nights ago, apparently the next big social networking trend is going to be this website called... Empire Avenue. So I decided to sign on and check it out. Uh, what Empire Avenue's gimmick is, is it's a social networking site modeled on the stock market. You know, instead of having a profile, you have a company. Instead of making friends, you purchase shares in someone else's company. And everything you do online, be it Twitter, Facebook, blogging, Flickr, those are the only ones signed up for now, uh, you get that increases your worth, or as they call it on this site, your influence. I played around with it for a little bit, and I gotta admit, I'm really not getting it. The whole stock market gimmick is just a little too overly complicated, And I think the entire thing was designed for marketing. It was designed for making money because right away, there's a value attached to you. So the company can go to some other companies and be like, hey, according to all this market data we just uh, discovered, we have like 4 billion people on this site, so you should buy advertising with us. You see what I'm getting at here? You know... It kind of reminds me of this episode of South Park that was on not too long ago. It was the episode that completely ripped apart Facebook. And uh, Cartman was running a little video podcast saying how to increase your worth on Facebook by choosing which more popular friends you should be friends with. The whole thing reminded me of that. It's all about generating popularity and thus increasing your worth. I'm sorry, your influence. So I really don't think it's going to be the next big thing. It's just more complicated than it needs to be. But anyway, as I said with Facebook and Twitter, I'll play with it for a little while. See what happens. Everything's better with Mark Chappas. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. We're Kappas on U62, the Targ. Another cut from the Star Trek Wrath of Two score. That is Spock's theme. Of course, with Spock being the token alien on the Starship Enterprise, most film composers always try to make Spock's theme sound all otherworldly. Uh, when Wrath of Khan was composed in the early 80s, the popular way to make something sound otherworldly was to go with electronic instruments. These days, if you listen to Michael Giacchino's 2009 score, the popular thing to do is use asian musical instruments so there you go spock always the outsider even in his theme good afternoon mark cap is here with you and we're just about at the end as always my month off from the podcast is going to be met with moody introspection uh how what new direction should i take the podcast in should i do a complete overhaul should i stick with exactly the same you know like right now I did some calculations with my server space, right? And by making the podcast as short as I do, right now I am barely using 1% of all the server space available to me. And I'm like, dude, I could do so much more with all of that. You know, and again, with the 15-minute time frame that I've limited myself to, well through going with 15 minutes and mixing this down in mono, I try to make the file size as small as possible so it's quicker for you to download. But, you know, in this day and age, most everyone has high-speed Internet now. I think I could go longer than 15 minutes and maybe go uh, for... mix it down in stereo, and I could do all kinds of newer things. Should I drop music and just do nothing but talking? But you know, that's the thing with podcasts where it's nothing but talking. Uh, I was listening to one the other day. It was all about Disneyland. You know, I love Disney stuff. I've only been to Disneyland once. That was Tokyo Disneyland when I was in Japan. And I used to love those TV specials, those episodes of the wonderful world of Disney, where they would go behind the scenes at Disneyland and show you how the rides operate. You know, the most recent example of that that I saw was maybe uh, four or five years ago, they opened a new ride at the Florida theme park called Expedition Everest. And there was a little special on the Discovery Channel showing how that ride worked. Basically, what happened was they got this 60-foot tall, animatronic abominable snowman on the ride, and they were showing you how this animatronic abominable snowman works. Essentially, it uses the same power as a jet engine in order to make it move lightning fast and swipe at your ride car. It was so awesome. But when I looked at this Disney podcast I was listening to the, the other day, it was nothing like that. It was more dry, basic Disney theme park news. You know, it was, so, it was stuff like this. <clears throat> Taking a look now at the Magic Kingdom in Orlando, Florida, Pirates of the Caribbean will be closed for the next three weeks while they upgrade the animatronics. You know, it's very dry, very boring. That's the problem with doing a podcast of nothing but talking. You gotta keep it entertaining, you gotta keep it changing up. I don't know if I'm up to the task. But anyways... That is why I take this month off, in order to ponder those questions. And as always, I would like to hear your feedback. If uh, you have any ideas as to where the podcast can go when I come back in September, please drop me a line and let me know. My email is mark at chaosinabox.com. I get no feedback on this, so I wouldn't mind feedback every now and then. Once again, mark at chaosinabox.com. Uh, just drop me a note and tell me how my podcasting is. And I'll about do it for this season of u Six to The Targ. I am Mark Kappas. This has been The Targ. I will see you in September. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production.